Welcome back to the Northeast Newscast. This week, we're sitting down with Chandra Clark, Director of Community Outreach from Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Kansas City. We discuss the organization's impact on youth through preparing them for the future and the effect the program has on both mentors and their littles. This episode of the Northeast Newscast is made possible by the American Jazz Museum. Hi, Chandra. Thanks for joining me. Good morning, Abby. Thank you for having me. Of course. So for those who aren't familiar, why don't you start by sharing Big Brothers Big Sisters mission? Yes, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Kansas City is a nonprofit organization. Our organization and our mission, we work to clear the path to a child's biggest possible future by matching them with a caring adult mentor and a one-to-one friendship. So our tagline is that we defend, ignite, and empower the potential of our youth. That's fantastic. So how does your program work? Are youth recommended by a social worker or somebody in their school, maybe their parents? Yes, actually all of those. So um, usually our top way that a student is recommended to participate in our program is through a parent inquiry. We also have, we refer to our youth as littles. So we also have littles that will sometimes self-nominate themselves. And then they also are referred by teachers, community members, friends, family, um, anyone who believes that the program would be a great fit for them. That's awesome. Um, So how often do, you know, mentors, bigs, I guess, and littles get to hang out? So bigs and littles get to hang out as often as possible. We highly encourage them to meet at least three times a month. And because it's a friendship, um, we are not a site-based program. So we really encourage our bigs, our mentors, and our littles to really uh, uh, form a great friendship. And so they can do things like uh, go to the park. They can do homework together. They can cook together. So we encourage them to meet at least three times a month, um, but our bigs and littles meet many more times than that. We have many that meet at least once a week and often a few times throughout the week. I'm curious kind of what that relationship looks like during COVID and everything, you know, when things might be closed, kids are out of school. Have you seen a change? Yeah, that's a great question. So there definitely had to be a change, um, especially with the initial time of quarantine, with all of us going into mandatory quarantine. We really put mechanisms in place to ensure the safety of our littles, our volunteers and our families. So there were I think we had about two or three months where we just highly encouraged them to adhere to the quarantine guidelines. And then it was around maybe mid-July where we did say that if a big and little wants to meet um, in person, but also adhering to social distancing, that we would support them in doing so. And we also would help and assist and provide masks too. So we have seen our bigs and littles uh, getting together more often uh, as of recent However, it still has been um, in accordance with social distancing guidelines. I'm sure um, building that relationship and everything is tough when you're (laughs) not in person or even six feet apart. It's hard to, you know, go do fun activities together, things like that. Um, Is there a certain age group that the littles are, you know, usually in? Yes. So our littles, we usually start um, matching them with the big. 
Um, second grade through 11th grade is when we can um, enroll them in the program and they can be matched with a big. However, we encourage them to have a lifelong friendship. So for example, if a little were to be enrolled in the program in second grade, our hope is that they would stay matched with their big all the way through high school on to graduation and also continue that uh, friendship for a lifetime. Yeah, that's really cool. And it sounds like it's a huge commitment for the people that volunteer for this program. So how does one become a big brother or big sister? Um, so one becomes a big brother, big sister by visiting our website. So we highly encourage interested volunteers to visit the Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Kansas City website. They can click on be a big or volunteer and it will give them additional information about our info session. So we provide uh, virtual info sessions now that are about 45 minutes that explain the program and the process and the commitment. Um, I like what you said er, earlier that it is a, a it is a commitment. However, we ask for a one year commitment. So we ask that our volunteers are at least twenty one years of age and will commit to volunteering for at least one year. And the hope is that it will then continue on for many years to come. But we also understand that you know life changes, circumstances change. But our initial commitment is a one-year commitment. And so all of that information can be found on our website. And the website is www.bbbskc.org. And it provides information about those that are interested in being a big. Um, It also provides information for families or youth that are interested in becoming involved in our program. Our website also provides information about how to become a community partner and some um, and the various ways that individuals can support our organization. Yeah, that's great information. Um, so are there a lot of qualifications to become a big, you know, do you have to have a certain career path, a certain background, things like that? Um, the number one qualification is that you just really have a heart and a desire to be a mentor. Um, There is a very thorough background check, which is understandable since we are pairing adults with children. And you will be uh, a staff member will actually walk you through the process and share additional information about the process during an info session. And then also we have a team of um, math support specialists and other members of our program staff that can help walk an interested volunteer through the process. So very thorough background check, um, including things like um, checking references and a home visit. But it is also, all of those are done as safety precautions. Um, and, you know, when you're working with youth, you understand the process. So um, that's really what we look for. We look for someone who has the heart and the desire. And then we um, also are looking for that far little. So um, even though a parent or a community member may recommend them, the little still has to want to participate in the program. And so that's what makes it so fulfilling because we really work to make the perfect match between a big and a little. Sure. I think all of those things make a lot of sense, um, even from a safety standpoint. Uh, so it sounds like um, obviously the mentors are getting something out of this program too. What do you think some of those major benefits are? 
Well, Abby, I am a big. So my little actually is in Nashville. She's in college and she'll be graduating um, at the end of this year. So I can speak to that as a staff member, but also as a big. Um, I think it just, you know, many of us, especially when you think about this time of COVID, have had so many life experiences that have helped to create who we are. And so having the opportunity to pour into the life of a young person is actually an honor. And so it, it also helps you understand the importance of being a role model and how the decisions that you make in your life experiences not only help shape you, but they also can help positively impact and shape the lives of others. Um, I also have a daughter. She's 19, but she also had a big in the program. And I saw from the perspective of being a single mom um, that I really needed someone else who was a caring adult who could mentor her, who she could confide in and who really understood just how to advocate for her and to be that cheerleader for her. And it really made um, a positive impact on her life. So there's, you know, we always hear from our volunteers that their littles are also helping to change their lives. They give them something to look forward to. They remind them of the importance of dreaming and aspiration. So um, in so many ways, it's an inspiration for both the mentee, the little and the big, the mentor. That's really cool that you've seen the program, you know, from so many different angles and perspectives. Um, and it sounds like you're really passionate about the work that you do. So how did you get connected to the organization? So I got connected to the organization when I was at Kaufman Scholars. So um, I was at Kaufman Scholars and working um, really closely with the community and community partners. And so during that time, um, I formed professional, but also friendships with some of the staff um, at Big Brothers Big Sisters. And we also had formed a partnership by matching some of the Kaufman Scholars with Bigs. And then I actually was recruited to the organization um, at the end of 2015, so in December. And um, it was just really wonderful to see how it was a perfect alignment from my time at Kaufman Scholars and seeing um, the power of education and college access to now working at a program that really um, mastered the power of mentorship. And so um, that's how I joined the organization. And so I really focused on creating programming that would help our littles focus on their post-secondary pathways. So everything from workforce development to helping them prepare for college, helping them to succeed in college, and just any way that we can help them dream bigger and know that they each had their own path and their own perfect fit. And that we as an organization would work in partnership with their big and their families to ensure their post-secondary success. That's great. Um, and we're always talking about actions that we can take, you know, as a community or as individuals. Uh, to set children on the right path. Is there a way that Big Brothers Big Sisters measures these changes in the community? Like, do you know how many of your uh, youth have gone on to go to college or, you know, become a big themselves, things like that? Yeah, so we definitely do track the success of our program. Um, so we always do, you know, we have data, we also survey. Um, so we do measure our success. And so 
A few of the statistics that just come right off the top of my head is that um, 83% of the littles in our program have reported having improved self-esteem. 71% um, of them have improved, stated that their grades have improved because of being matched with the big. Um, and then also we have, for the last at least three years, we've had 100% of our littles graduate high school on time. And um, about 80% of them in, within that graduating, 100% of them graduating high school on time, about 80% of them still had at least two post-secondary goals that they wanted to focus on. So those goals included some of them going off to college, some of them entering the workforce directly, some of them going into the military. So those are just a few of the success stories that we have. That's really awesome. 100% graduation rate on time is, you know, something you don't see in this city very often. So that's, that's really impressive. Um, so what are the some of the ways that youth benefit from having these role models in their lives, you know, aside from, you know, physical goals, things like that? Um, so some of the ways like, you know, again, thinking about the fact that um, we recently had one of our little share on um, one of the local news stations how she never saw herself going to college or being able to really have a career until she was matched with the big. And because of the support of our of her big and our staff, she's now in her second year at MU. Um, she has been involved in many groups and organizations. And then um, this year was the second year that she participated in our internship program. We have a specialized internship program where we pair little, we place littles at small businesses that are led by females and minorities. Um, and so she just shared how she had more confidence and she, you know, was excited about her future because of our program. So we're seeing littles, you know, of course, that have increased confidence. And so now they're thinking about what their goals are. What do they want to do? Do they want to go to college? You know, do they want what their career looks like? So we also provide programming that helps them identify various career pathways. Um, we're finding that our littles have more hope, you know, especially in this time of COVID. They look forward to the fact that they do have a mentor that cares about them. Um, I'll share just a quick, cute story, but... Um, one of my team members shared how she did a social distancing picnic with her little, you know, so she went to her house, left uh, the lunch kind of on the steps. And then she said she stayed 10 feet away, but they were able to eat lunch and catch up and talk about the things that are going on. And she just shared her story with so much um, excitement and enthusiasm because she looks forward to meeting with her little, um, the same way that her little looks forward to meeting with her. So we're finding, you know, increased self-esteem, you know, um, suicide rates have, we, our statistics show that students that are matched with a mentor, the suicide rates have dropped significantly. So we have not thankfully experienced um, any stories of suicide. So I think there's just so many different ways um, that, you know, we can illustrate that there's been a significant impact made by our program. That's really fantastic. And I'm sure it has a huge impact, you know, for both the mentors and the littles. So I guess my question is, so it seems like it's kind of hard 
you know, for some people to prepare for the future when there's so much uncertainty right now, when you're just trying to make it through the day and everything. And it seems like the mentors, the bigs come in and they kind of provide that, you know, window to the future. Like, oh, you know, you could do this when you get older, you could go this route. Um, What effect do you think that positive influence has on, you know, career choices? Do they look to their bigs for, you know, career advice, things like that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And the thing is, Abby, you know, we have some bigs that they just have fun. They just go out and experience life and have fun activities with their littles. And they don't always talk about career choices. And then we have some that are very involved and, you know, they want to go on campus visits and they want to attend career programming with their little. And they also take them on uh, business tours and things of that nature. So that's also the great part about our program is that we everything is really about the friendship and in the way that each big and little have their own unique experience with one another. But to answer your question, yes, it is, you know, studies prove that having a mentor, having an advocate really does improve an individual's outlook of the future in their ability to thrive in their career. So we thankfully have put um, processes in place where we offer programming to provide them access to various uh, career resources. So everything from partnering with businesses and organizations to place them in jobs and internships. We also, you know, during COVID have been doing virtual career panels that are industry themed. Um, You know, in the past, we've taken our littles on campus visits. We've also held nights where they could um, learn about preparing for the FAFSA, so the free application for federal student aid. We've also partnered with the Urban League to provide them with ACT prep. And so all of this is also done in partnership with the big. So the big plays uh, a tremendous role, um, but also in alignment with the big's passion to do that, because some bigs really feel that they have the expertise and the desire to do it. And some are just, they just want to, you know, pick them up and go and have fun. And maybe they don't engage in career conversations. And it's still also, it's still significant, nevertheless, because it's just about that relationship. Yeah, of course. And especially with such a wide range of ages, you know, that are participating, I'm sure that, you know, (laughs) maybe those high schoolers might be a little more focused on things like that. But can you just give me an example of some of the activities that, uh, you know, bakes might do with the younger kids? Sure. So for our um, younger little, so we actually have a designated person on our staff who manages match activities. So um, this individual will connect with companies and organizations that, you know, will provide us tickets to events or just share information about um, activities that are going on in, in the community. And then we share that with our bigs and littles through a biweekly newsletter and then also on social media. So some of the activities that bigs do with our younger littles are things like going to the park, going to concerts, um, doing art projects, going to art classes. Uh, They can do cooking. They can um, do homework together. So um, we also, again, and this is kind of pre-COVID, but if there was an organization or a community partner 
that was hosting an event, um, we would invite our bigs and littles to attend together. So there are always a lot of activities to do, even during this time of COVID, just virtual activities are right now activities that are outside. But we thankfully do have a designated staff person that will also look for these opportunities so that bigs and littles always have something to look forward to doing together. That's really awesome. And it sounds like, um, you know, such a wide variety of things. Every child is going to find some interest in something. So what is your, I guess, favorite aspect of the program? So my favorite aspect of the program is just the trans. It's transformative. So I often share with people in the community that I represent the students in the program. I was a first-generation college student. I am from a marginalized population. You know, I moved to Kansas City when I was 10, and I moved from Louisiana. Um, and so I was the oldest of four. And unfortunately, in my home environment, I didn't have a lot of support. Um, so I really focused on helping my siblings succeed and really didn't have that in place for myself. But thankfully, um, maybe in my early 20s, I had my first experience with a mentor. Um, I met my first mentor in one of my graduate school classes at Rockhurst and having him really changed my life. He just would dedicate time to meet with me. He would speak really positively about me and tell me that I had unlimited potential. And he would help me work through things like my insecurities and my, my negative self-perception. And it really changed my life. And so I think about the fact that we're able to provide that opportunity to you really at a young age. You know, I would have loved to have that younger, but life works differently for each of us. And so... I'm able to see the transformation. I'm able to see, um, you know, the resilience because our littles are resilient and they're, they're powerful and, and they're not, um, they, they all are going to do wonderful things in our world. And so that's the beautiful part is that everyone just needs in, someone to support them, someone in their corner. And so I'm able to see that lived out every day in, in, in differently for each person, whether it's, you know, the story I shared about the little who's she's now at college and she's confident and she's on her path. But I remember sitting down with her and she was so nervous to go away to school and she didn't think that she would make friends and she was really discouraged and to see her confidence and to see her smiling and excited about her future. You know, those are just one of many success stories that I get to see. And so what I enjoy the most is the transformation of just of that human interaction and how it just really changes a life. Yeah, that's great. Um, it's, it takes a special kind of person to, you know, dedicate that much time to somebody who starts out as a complete stranger. <laughs> Um, so do a lot of the students who participate in your program come from marginalized communities or like low income backgrounds? Yes, they do. Um, so they do come from um, low income backgrounds, but we always approach that with an empowerment you know, perspective is that they may come from a low income background, but they are our future. And that as a program, we're putting those mechanisms in place to make sure that we can empower, defend, and ignite the potential of their future. So, um, yes. And, and I always 
answer that question that way. Because I do think that sometimes people will look at, you know, if they don't understand, they'll assume that it's a negative um, aspect if they come from a low income background as far as maybe that it would be a lot of work to mentor a youth that comes from a, a low income background. And it actually is very empowering to do so because, you know, you don't choose your circumstances. You don't choose the family that you're born into, but having someone to show you that there are limitless possibilities in store for you is what really will change an individual's life. Sure. Um, I think, I feel like there's this negative perception, you know, floating around that, you know, youth who participate in this program, their parents aren't very involved. Would you find that to be true? That is not true. Um, our parents are very involved. So one thing I would share is that, again, you know, the little has to opt into the program, but the parent also has to. And then our team, like during the first year that a big and little are matched together, we have a team of match support specialists that are checking in with the big, the little, and the parent or guardian at least once a month to ensure that the relationship is successful and to assess if they need any additional support or resources. And so our parents are very involved. And unfortunately, that is a negative perception, but it is not true. That's great to hear. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to add about the program in general? I would just highly encourage the community. um, If you haven't had an opportunity, again, to go to our website, please visit www.bbbskc.org. There are many ways to support our organization. We do have a need for volunteers in the Northeast and in Eastern Jackson County. So those are two areas where we have a heavy need for volunteers. So I highly encourage anyone that's interested in learning more about our organization to please visit our website. There are many ways that you can get involved from becoming a big um, to donating financially. We have an individual giving program. We have opportunities for corporate sponsorships or supporting one of our special events. Um, And then we also, with the programming that we offer, we have opportunities for professionals to share their uh, knowledge, their skills and expertise with our littles through some of our various career programs. So there's just many ways to support our organization. But most importantly, we do have a need for volunteers in the Northeast and Eastern Jackson County. Yeah, that's great. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you know the insight into your organization and hearing more just about what you all do over there. Thank you so much, Abby. Thank you for just the opportunity for us to share about our mission and our organization. And we just really appreciate the work that you're doing to bring awareness and to provide this platform. Oh, of course. And that was Chandra Clark with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Kansas City. This episode of the Northeast Newscast is made possible by the American Jazz Museum. Visit their latest exhibit, Saxophone Supreme, The Life and Music of Charlie Parker, through December 31st. Or listen to the Charlie Parker Centennial Miniseries on August 28th and 29th at the Gem Theater, 1615 East 18th Street. For more information, visit AmericanJazzMuseum.org. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. I'm Abby Hoover.